Hey y'all, it's Lauren. And it's Emma. And we are back for another quarantine episode of Community. At We're home. still here at home, you know, doing our thing. Well, how have you been aside from, you know, everything? <laughs> you know, adjusted for 2020. I think I'm doing fine. I think this is the kind of year to me where like if you have an, and this should be how we feel all the time but in some ways this year has laid bare like if you have a roof over your head you have food in your well you have a fridge you have food in it um you have some kind of income and your family is like safe you're good so yeah. like i'm good I, yeah. luckily those things are all at the moment in place so i'm good so yeah, um, all things considered for 2020, I'm doing fine. How about you? No, I, I completely agree. I think, you know, in the day to day, especially like asking people, you know, how they're doing, oh, how are you? How you been? It's like, it's kind of become second nature to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm safe, I'm healthy. So, you know, there are no complaints. And I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago and they were like, oh, you know, that's just, I just, we, everybody just says that. And I'm like, I say it, but for me, it's almost like an affirmation as well. Like, I'm safe, I'm healthy. I'm speaking this, that into existence. I'm continuing to speak that into existence. While I am, you know, affirming it, I'm just making sure that I'm, like, being grateful that I can still say that. So, yeah, that that's kind of where I am <laughs> right now. It's like having yeah. to think about, like, like everything. Yeah, um, I love that idea of, like, by saying it, you're affirming it. Um, because also, like you said, it's, like, in that moment, that's what's happening. And really, like, 2020 has been a very, another, like, big teacher in, like, all you know is what you know right now. Because there's so much unknown um, for everybody. So I love that. All right. So, yeah. So for the past two or three episodes. Um, I know that we have been kind of talking through the state of affairs, the state of the country, talking through a lot of like how we fit into what's happening, what we can do to, to do our parts. We had our interview with, um, you know, two amazing women, our last episode, and we've been dropping like informative um, episodes lately. But today we just kind of want to have a conversation. You know, we've been We've both separately and even together been having a lot of convos just around just the general state of affairs in the world. And today we're just going to have a conversation between the two of us and kind of talk through what's been going on. There is a lot to talk about in 2020. And I also think it's a really good, like, the way I think about it, there's the information sharing, there's exploring how you fit in, there's action and then there is a piece that's about like processing and forming your own opinions about things. Um, and I think in some ways we, we have these conversations with each other really often. And I think it's just an important part of kind of the model of community of just reminding that like conversation is really important. Um, and that's what we'll do. Absolutely. So you will hear the J train going by um, every 10 minutes. So you just got to deal with that. Um, you might hear the Long Island R Railroad go by here every couple <laughs> minutes. I don't live in Long Island, but I live next to the Long Island Railroad, um, like where they store the trains. So <laughs> that's cool. 
not the not the rail itself, the storage <laughs> area. The storage unit for the railroad. <laughs> Welcome to New York, everybody. Right, right. <laughs> okay, All so. Right. So, Lauren, rapid fire, well, rapid-ish fire. Yeah. You're going to drop a topic. We're going to talk about it. Then we're going to drop another topic. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Fab. (laughs) 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 Sounds fab. Um, So, the first one, I just, I'm going to, I'm going to say this one just because I just need to get off my chest before we get to real stuff. Okay, let's do it. Y'all in these Zoom calls, I need... (laughs) Y'all, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. In the Zoom calls, make sure you are on mute. It's so bad. It is so crazy. I listened to a girl order her whole lunch the other day (laughs) and tell whoever was getting the food, make sure, oh, get the guacamole. It's good. It's good. Like, like, okay. Yeah, and that's just like one of like 35 examples, you know, and it's just like, I get it. There are so many things going on. There's like a lot of, but trust me, there's a lot of buttons on Zoom. I 100% get it. But it takes two seconds to hover your mouse on the bottom left hand side of that, that Zoom screen and click the mic and it turns red when it's mute. I just had to get that off my chest because I've had too many meetings for work for, you know, extracurricular stuff and people are just like, just ordering, they're chewing, um, talking to somebody else in the background. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. And I feel like at this point, we are five months into this. We should know how to use Zoom, y'all. We should know best practices on Zoom. X is y'all sharing these memes. Like the whole internet right now. And when I say y'all, and I just want to clarify, when I say y'all, I do not mean our listener base. I I honestly believe that most of y'all are actually doing what you need to do, but I say y'all is just like a collective of anyone outside of my house, just to to clarify. I'm not coming, I'm not coming for anybody. Yeah. So here, here is how I think about memes, right? You and I have had this conversation, which is like, I love a non-harmful conspiracy theory. And when I say non-harmful, I mean, like, not like the the pizza place, like, child pornography ring. Because that's harmful because somebody went and did something crazy. But, like, a conspiracy theory where, like, people aren't getting hurt. It's just kind of a, like, ooh, is there, like, a secret, something? Like, that'd be cool. That's how I think about memes. Which is, like, if you're sharing memes that are not harmful, but they're not spreading false information, they're not whatever, then share a meme the thing is if you're sharing a meme about anything important which at this point there are so many important things happening you would need to take a minute please and just make sure you know what you're sharing because was it like most of the internet is not true yeah it's not <laughs> it's just it's just like you know your random neighbor like it somehow ended up yeah. on the internet and it's everywhere and now people believe that it's true well, and that's a great point, Emma, saying like your neighbor made it. And I and this is another PSA. And I don't even mean to say this like in a, if y'all don't know, but like I, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Anybody can download Word Swag or any of those other apps 
and make a meme. Like they can put a sentence together and and make a meme. You know, and it can it, look professional. It, it can look great. professional. These apps are made to look professional these days. So just because it looks like it comes from a credible source does not mean it does. Most of the time it doesn't. And if it is a credible source, a lot of these places who are creating shareable content on purpose are putting their sources in the meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I've seen that. I've seen that too. And, and, and here, listen, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I haven't shared something and then been like, oh, that was not the right thing. But what I learned from that and to take away from that, um, what I've been trying to put into practice is to make sure when I see something that I do want to share, I take a few minutes to look it up just to see when's the latest article on it. You know, who, what credible sources are talking about it? You know, we all, we should, I'm going to say we all do, but we, we should all have our, you know, kind of sources who we go to um, that we know we can trust, um, pe- whether they be people or outlets or whatever. Um, I'm trusting people more than outlets these days. Right. That are that are, that have credentials now. Yeah, that have credentials. Right, but it doesn't. It's just like it doesn't all have to be like academic. Right. You know, books and whatever. Right. 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 And and so yeah, that's such a good that's such a good point, Emma, about like bringing it up because I think we're getting to the point now where there's so much information to share. So much. Like every two seconds. Well, also okay. I always think about like back in the day when you had to do book reports and you had to do like research papers and they always made you do like a bibliography. And at the time you were like, this is so stupid. Why do I need to cite everything? Like, what is your bibliography for your meme? You know, like it doesn't need to be an academic anything. Like you said, it could be a trusted person in the field of something. Um, But it certainly shouldn't just be like random meme from instagram account like jpln43 who like shared it under the hashtag you know it's like what like what no like legit sharing? yeah i mean yeah i've had to follow the trail follow exactly trust the source you have to you have to not even trust the source what's the saying consider the source mm-hmm. before before when like when you're digesting stuff and and i'd say this is is coming through trial and error for me after I kind of got got a couple times when things first started popping off and people started like sharing a whole bunch of stuff, I was like, okay, so I need to just, I need to make sure I'm like really doing my research and checking what I see before I share it. Yeah. It's like a, it's a responsibility now, right? Like if we're providing information to our circles, if we weren't doing it online and we were in person, we'd want it to be like, we'd want to know it was kind of right. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Consider make sure your, your sources. Names, memes. Make sure meme your sources have a bibliography. Get your bibliography together, everybody. Is it a bibliography on that meme? <laughs> That's what you gotta ask yourself. <laughs> Let me see if this meme got a bibliography. <laughs> Let me pull this up real quick. <laughs> oh. okay. okay. Can we talk about the mask people? Oh God. Because just, I, I just have to make sure my blood pressure didn't let me take a sip of this. Let me take a sip of this wine real quick. Because, yes, we are um, whining and whining. W-I-N-I-N-G. W-H-I-N-I-N-G. Because there is no whining and dining at the moment. No, we can't dine. <laughs> so we're gonna whine and whine. But I literally like cannot. I have tried so many ways to understand, not to understand 
have empathy for, like, that's not where I am with this, but tried to understand just so that I could, like, make sense of it in my head, and I can't. Like, I just cannot. Do you have any insight? So here's my thing. I like you. You know, I try to look at, I'm not even going to lie and say I always try to look at people from the other side of the spectrum because I really don't because there's just some things I'm like, there is no other side of the spectrum for me. Right. Some people say that's problematic. That's just who I am. Um, but I think I really try, like the anti-masking, I'm like, okay, I, I do get that, you know, you know, it's been confusing. It's been a whole complete shit show. I get that. But that's also for a reason, too. But we won't go down that road. However, I just don't, I, I, no matter hard I try, how hard I try, I can't follow the logic of, well, it doesn't protect you or anyone else anyway. Just because, A, there have been, like, just, like, studies on it. I mean, it's just, and B, and, like, and my whole thing is, like, beyond the studies, I don't even need to, I don't even need, like, a study to tell me if I put something in front of my face that obstructs the pathway of the things coming out of my mouth, that's gonna, that's gonna reduce the chance automatically. Yes. Like, I don't need a study to tell me that. And so, that's what, yes, personally, I struggle so hard because I'm just, like, that's not even, like, that part. Yes, it you know, you can go the science route and say, look at the studies. But that for me is just like A plus B equals C, you yes. know, and and also like the whole like, well, it's like such a small chance. Nothing is 100 percent. I was talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago. We were texting back and forth and I was I was telling him I was like, I don't understand it because birth control is not 100 percent like all these medications everybody be taking. It's not 100 percent like success mm-hmm. rate. Umbrellas don't keep you all the way dry, but you put them on in the rain. Right. Like, it, if it's what, windy, it makes you, like, forget it. But makes you less dry. You know what I mean? Like, when, you know, if you're doing your thing with your boo, you're going to wear a condom. It's not 100%, but it what? Helps reduce the risk. So we already do all these things and we believe all these things to be true because, you know, it's just like common sense. So, but when it comes to the masks, I don't understand what, there's a disconnect that I'm just not understanding. Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, I've even been thinking, like, I'm with you on the, like, I don't need a scientific study to tell me that if something blocks it, it helps. But even, like, if you have a cold or you have the flu or you have something, which I'm not, you know, COVID isn't the same thing, right. but it passes in very similar ways, like, why do you think you sneeze into your elbow and you don't just like sneeze into other people's faces when you're talking? It's so that you can direct the droplets elsewhere. Well, sick, like it's just not rocket science. Like it's like very basic Bearing. stuff. And there's this whole other group of people, maybe they overlap, who are the like the government is trying to control me type things? Listen, sorry, continue, continue. No, I continue. first of all, I do not deny that often the government overreaches on control. I don't think that we are on different pages on that, but it is wild to me that there are people who think that the government recommending and asking you to wear a mask in public is an overreach, but everything else they do 
is not an overreach. Like, thank you. you. Like, you don't think like they're getting info on you like twenty four seven on your fucking iPhone? Like, you don't think every that day. somehow that's like they don't know? Like, they know everything. They know everywhere we go. They know everything we do. They know your income. They know all the money you've ever made in your life. Like, they know literally. At ba- they could get all the information about you that they need. Like, Two why do you think they're trying to control you with a? Yo, it's like the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. It's one Emma. of the dumbest things. And the problem is that it's not just dumb, it's harmful. Thank That's you. where it's a whole other thing. If the mask was an issue of like, if you get it, it's just you, like you can't pass it like somehow or whatever. That's one thing. But now you're impacting other people. And that's where like, I believe you have a responsibility in a society with other people where you need to take actions and think about how those things impact the people around you. But maybe I'm crazy. No, period. I mean, period. I don't think I am. Period. End of sentence. Like, there's nothing else to be said. And and you hit the nail on the head. Like, I'm like, all this control stuff, I'm just like, so, first of all, these people gave us numbers. Okay? These people gave us identifying numbers upon birth. Mm-hmm. You have a number that anybody can look up and track everything you have done in your lifetime. Social security number. That's the first overreach right there. We got cameras on every corner. Everywhere. All this Facebook stuff coming out with like, you know, tracking. We all know our phones are listening. We all know Alexa phones. Girl, Nest, I talk about something in a conversation. I get I a targeted ad five minutes later on a different device. I know. Like, and they try that to I wasn't even you. near. Well, they try to convince you. They try to say, oh, it's just like based on your movements and based on your actions. No, it's not because I didn't look it up. No, I was talking about it with a person in person and my phone was nearby. Not it was on, but I wasn't doing anything with it. Exactly. So they're no. listening. Like we all know of course this they are. fact. Yeah. Can I just also say the other thing that like Please. we could go down a hole on this, but it's something that drives me crazy right now is like also the fact that there are people who are overreach. Meanwhile, the federal government is literally picking people up off the street and taking them places no one knows, and they're not crying like government overreach on that, which means that it's just your agenda, right? Like, it's not, it's the same thing that people have been saying with the NRA, where like the government has started to do overreach, and the NRA is all about not having government overreach on everything, and somehow they don't have a problem with it as long as it's not them. It's the same thing that we see all the time with people who like cry, basically cry wolf on the government doing things, but as long as it's not them, they're good. But it's overreach when it's them. And I'm like, whatever. I could go down a whole hole on that. I'm not going to right now, but it's it's like we we're seeing a lot of government overreach right now, for sure. That is very concerning. Unclear how the mask is an overreach. <laughs> like, I'm like, right. Like, I'm just, for real. It's crazy. Also, it's so I, crazy. Sorry, I have so many thoughts. Like, I'm also just like, you know what? Masks are very uncomfortable. It is summer in New York City. It is incredibly humid. Oof. It sucks. It's, like, harder to walk. Like, if you have any type of respiratory, anything, like, it's probably incredibly difficult. So I'm not trying to act like, oh, it's nothing. Like, it sucks. But there are a lot of reasons to do it. But you know what? There is another thing, too, that irritates me. And I know this just kind of turned into a bitch session. But you know what? Well, like, I think also to, like, tie this to some of the conversations that we were having, like, when we were talking about doing, like, work around Black... 
doing work around Black Lives Matter and racial justice. So like we talk a lot about undoing white supremacy structures um, and like the ways that white supremacy shows up and like individualism is one of the biggest ways or like I've heard someone describe it as like one of the most insidious ways that it shows up Mm. because it doesn't necessarily like present at first glance as a white supremacy thing but it surely is right it's like me over the collective and so i also think that if people want to think about like doing the work um which i know is like such a big umbrella term and i almost feel like everyone keeps saying it and nobody really like like it's starting to lose its right the meaning but yeah like but but part of that is also thinking about like what are the ways that it shows up in our society and how it harms us and to me at least my opinion is like this is like a very strong way that you can see the how white supremacy harms everybody, right? Because yeah. this isn't, I mean, yes, like black people in this case are definitely um, disproportionately impacted by COVID and so are other folks as well, like other populations and everybody is impacted by COVID in some way or another, no matter what, how they identify, right? Like it's affecting all of our lives. And so like, this is another way where like this structure that was set up is like making everybody's lives harder and making us believe we're not part of a collective and not responsible for each other. So. No, I, I love that, that you had like, I keep saying you're the nail on the head because you really did. And it like sparked another thought in me of like, that's why I have such, I, I find it to be, it's very challenging to me to have conversations. And like when I, when I hear people say, well, it's just, you know, what I do isn't anybody else's business. And like, you know, you can't even, Oh, my favorite, you can't even have a difference of opinion without anybody jumping down your throat. It's scary how you can't even have a difference of opinion. And this is where I'm like, no, I'm going to actually stop you there. I'm going to challenge you to take, to stop there and take a step back and think about how that statement is actually untrue. When we get in a mindset that like, oh, well, I'm doing me. You don't worry about me. What I do is my business. Actually, what what each of us does is all of our business. And until we start thinking that way, we're never going to pull ourselves up from whatever the hell it is we're in right now. We're never going to. So like when people say that statement and, and listen, I get it. Everybody does what you feel is right. But when what you feel is right is inherently harmful to people, it is our responsibility to check ourselves and say, you know what, this is uncomfortable for me and this is an inconvenience for me, but I am a part of a collective. I am a part of a people, whether it's American people, whether it's people in your city, whether it's people in your town, people in your school, whatever it is. And it's just, and that's why I like that statement, like, oh, you can't even have an opinion. Not when it's harmful to people. Right. Like, <laughs> like God <laughs> Anyway. Well, I also think that pe- we, you know, part of the individualism piece, too, is that people like to pretend that their opinion isn't connected to an action or a structure that exists. Ooh, like, it's just like, it's just like its own thing floating in space. And it's like. No, like our opinions and where we stand on things are connected to how our society functions and and builds itself or like destroys itself, Um, you know, and so I think we have to stop disconnecting that as though they're, 
you know, it's, it's the same idea of like, well, I'm just not like people being like, I'm not political. And it's like, well, but that's its own state. Like that is inherently political because what you're doing is opting out, which means that you're fine with what it is. Yep. And that's a, that's an opinion that has a, a, a tangible effect in society on the people around you because you've decided that, you know, so point is what you said is what it is. I mean, you know, and it's like, and I tie that back to some of the like statements I see going on. Oh, the world just needs love. We got to bring love back. We got to stop hating each other. It's like, okay, but that's, that's true. But do you know what? Love is an action word. Love is an action word. And I think we can all agree that love is an action word. And so just to say, oh, we got to start loving on each other. Okay, well, we need to begin acting on that love. If we say we love each other, if we say we, quote, don't see color, I know it's problematic. But if it's in theory, if we just, if we say all these things, if we are all one, like we claim we are and all these things. Okay, so how, how are our actions reflecting these theories and these notions? Mm-hmm. If our actions aren't reflecting it, then we're just spewing out nonsense. True. Like, it's just like, we're just like saying all this stuff and, oh, we just got to stop hating each other. Okay. Well, how do we stop hating each other? Let's talk about it. Let's, let's think about it. First of Mm -hmm. all, maybe act like you're, act like the person next door to you matters. Act like, you know, you actually care about the elderly people in your community or the sick people in your community or like the people of color in your community. Let's act like it, you know, and I'm not trying to go on a. a no, a we're, we're on them. We're I know. Doing right? it. It's just well, like, I also I also think that like the the whole like we need to just love each other also doesn't take into account that there are different kinds of love. Mm-hmm. So like what kind of love are we talking about? Because, yeah, there's unconditional love. Right. There's also critical love. There's also like there's different kinds. So like having a conversation and disagreeing with somebody or being like what you did is harmful is not an act of hate, actually. Right. Because like if I hate you, why would I have that conversation with you? It's actually to me is like an as critical love. And you can do that with your friends. Right. Like think about when you have stuff going on in friendships like I know I have in my life and. Sometimes you have to like have conversations that are hard and that are like this thing that you're doing kind of doesn't work for me or maybe I've done something like that's critical love. And the like to me, the point of that is to like better the situation that you're in. It's not to go at people um, in the way that I think a lot of folks like when they say like we just need love, you can't even have your own opinion. Like you said, like. I mean, sure, you can have your own opinion, but it doesn't mean that people have to, like, be fine with that and just yeah. be like, okay, yeah. cool. I mean, like, sure, nobody can change your mind if you don't want your mind changed. Like, nobody can control that. But that doesn't mean that people can't disagree and or come to you with critical love and be like, well, I mean, that's when some of the best conversations happen. Yeah. You know, I, I think one another thing that comes to mind is, like, obviously, like, a lot of different comments and even in my conversations of like, okay, well, you know, all of this stuff, you know, especially like all the BLM stuff, like it's just like so divisive and you're like, you know, you keep pointing out all these things in white versus black. And it's like, how do you fix something if you do not acknowledge it? And so we, we have become, in my opinion, we, as as a people, as, as, you know, in this nation, country, whatever world, whatever, 
we've become so accustomed to like the fake re like the fake nice and like the fake change and like like the the cover-ups and like people think oh the civil rights movement came and y'all got y'all's rights and now we're good to go and it's just like we we are being challenged to level up as a people we are being challenged to level up like all that bs we learned in school about the civil rights and martin luther king and malcolm x was bad and all this stuff and all these other civil rights leaders and 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 educators who have been like shut out of history essentially we are now being challenged okay i know that's what you've been told but what are you going to do now that you see that a lot of that was lies a lot of that was cover up we are being challenged to upgrade ourselves as people whatever that means and it's like to to see people actively just fighting against that level up that societal level up that we all can, we have a party, like we can all have this amazing part in. It's just like so wild to me. Like, I, I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything, but I know that trying is helping something in some kind of way. And just to see people just actively pushing against change is like, it's really kind of crazy to me. Yeah. We just not like we just not gonna level up. We just not gonna like level up, y'all. Like really, <laughs> like what? in this moment, like in this year, with all the things, like we're just gonna not, we're gonna opt out. Girl, Man. it's just crazy. It is. So I mean, you know, all this said, all this you know to some people is just a big hoax put on by the Democratic Party. <laughs> Just FYI. So the world, so Spain and Italy and all these other places that had to shut down, they, we all, little known fact, we Democrats. all, had, back in uh, December, we all had a, we had like a 800,000 person Zoom call. <laughs> and we were all on there talking about how we were going to pretend like it wasn't real just to affect also, the election. Though, <laughs> like the fact that the Democratic Party, AKA the party who like, can't figure out how to actually like make their like remember there was a primary a couple months ago they totally fucked up the whole yep. primary voting like they can't even figure out how to get democrats votes vote. counted correctly <laughs> meanwhile they've planned a whole hoax a worldwide hoax like i so i heard someone talk about the hoaxing and i was like so you really, truly, like, this, I didn't hear the part about the Democrats at first, but I was like, you, so the idea that, like, people were like, it's not as bad in New York as everybody is saying, and I'm like, you think they somehow got millions of New Yorkers to all buy into a hoax like this and shut down the whole city on a hoax? We can't even agree to stand on the train in the right way literally we literally can't do anything all together this is like one of the only things we did that i've seen that new yorkers have like all, pretty much all gotten in line on because it was actually that bad so that's insane and what kind of a weird ass hoax is it like what <laughs> what <laughs> Why would we do this? It's so I'm like, yo, where are you going in your mental? Yo, like, where are you yo, going here's, in your mental? Here's the thing, though, is that when people, and I've seen this with a lot of politicians, they come out with some crazy ideas, like, well, the other side is doing XYZ. I'm like, 
where did you even think about that? And then that means that's the kind of shit that you think about, which yep. means now I got to make sure to keep track of you because yep. I don't know what kind of crazy shit you are doing. We, I'm certainly, you know, like. Well, because your mind isn't even going to know to go there unless you already been going there. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> where did you even think of this idea? Like, this is insane. <laughs> what? Can I, like, also just make a little, like, point? Um, Just that when this started in China, you know, there was a lot of, like, this is a hoax from China. Or, like, it was made in a lab. And it's not really, like, what they're saying. It didn't actually come from animals or whatever. I'm not with all that. I think I believe the scientists because they (laughs) actually know things about how diseases move but what i will say is that regardless of where it came from i think it is worth remembering that if it was created in a lab somewhere which again i do not believe that there are people in the government who are willing to let everybody die on some biological thing that was created in a lab allegedly period Period. they didn't care where it came from they were going to let the same, they, they believed that it was man-made and they still didn't prepare yep. for this. I've been thinking a lot about how in this country, at least since September 11th, they have been talking about biological warfare all the time. They talk, they're always like, we have to prepare, we have to prepare. So number one, nobody was prepared because if this came from a lab, we out. Like, that was it. I mean, yeah. We, that was it. Number two, I mean, really, that's the main one. Nobody was prepared. <laughs> but also, number two, they were clearly willing to just, like, let people die. Um, and it didn't, you know, the preparations have been any different if it actually was from a lab. It doesn't seem like it. So, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I just think that's worth putting out there for people who are still, like, on some conspiracy anti-mask it's overblown like we don't really know where it came from like the scientists know where it came from can we just get with science can we get back with like science 2020 please well and it also makes me wonder it's like so when you go to your doctor if you go to your doctor now if you don't go to the doctor and get yourself checked and do what you need to do then i guess it doesn't apply to you and that's a whole other issue but if you're someone who goes to the doctor and you trust the doctor to take your blood and you trust the doctor to run your tests and you trust the doctor to evaluate your tests. You trust, you know, your gynecologist to do what she needs to go up in there and do. You trust your, your doctor to check your prostate, all this stuff. If you trust those people who have gone to school to specialize in this subject to do that for you, for your health, what is the difference between trusting other people that have gone to school to study these things and become experts and try to give you lessons or best practices to keep you safe. I just, I just, you know, unfortunately, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's funny because people are crazy, but the unfortunate <laughs> part of it, the unfortunate part of it is like people are actually getting hurt by it. Like it's hard. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. You know, I think about people having to go back to school. Um, I had posted the other day, this this girl I used to work with, shout out to Leslie. 
she is she was doing this um you know drive or whatever to support to make sure that basically kids in one of the independent school districts in Texas um some of the teachers at one of the schools has enough cleaning supplies because the teachers are having to do all this cleaning of all this stuff and I just can't help but think like damn how many stories are we going to hear about teachers having to go back to school and either they're passing away or there's somebody in their family's passing away because they spread it somebody's mom these kids somebody's grandma like I just can't help but think about it and it's just it's just really it just sucks that like we're in the state of affairs now that it's obvious that capitalism and you know basically money and greed is is stopping like we've been so brainwashed to believe that there is no way no possible way that the government could help its citizens for six months not working straight that like to, to think that like we've been brainwashed to believe that there's no possible way that that can happen when we live in a country where there are people who are literally worth like billions and billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel yeah. like the wealth gap is so crazy and we don't even need to go down that road because we can be there for a long time. But I'm just thinking about you have like the richest of the rich in the world, in the country that's saying that they they're not able to pay for people for like six months straight to pay their bills when mm-hmm. all these other countries in the world have been doing it successfully. And, you know, and it sucks that we're all, we've all been so brainwashed. Right. And I, and I hate to use that term brainwashed because a lot of people are using it for crazy reasons, but like, no, it's, I mean, I think it's maybe we like conditioned is, conditioned, is the word yeah, for it. Like we've, yeah. and, and like not to be like that person again, but that's like another, way that white supremacy shows up it's scarcity culture it's like there isn't enough for everybody and it's like no there is enough for everybody it's just like you were saying our wealth distribution and inequity and like and 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 have created a system where we we are conditioned to believe that there isn't enough for all of us and and there is um there absolutely we just don't make it available that we know that it's not a fair situation when it comes to taxation and like the 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 distribution of funds and like the government funding and all that stuff. So it's just it just makes me like my one of my girlfriends posted something the other day and she was like, "You can't really believe that becoming a billionaire is based off a of hustle alone. No, that's not how it works. No, and and most of it isn't right. I mean, actually, most I feel like at that point, most of that wealth is built on other people, right? It's about like the the work of like Jeff Bezos made more money in the pandemic than yep you know because not because he was packaging things to send to people it's because other people came in during a pandemic and filled orders for people yep. who like at least in New York were like stuck in their houses and at that point like we didn't even know if we could go to a grocery store like safe like at, you know it's not because of he was hustling so hard during the pandemic. I really hope that we get to a point where we really all start just like stopping, just stopping for a second, you know, and just being like, okay, so if you're a person that wants things to get better, if you just don't really care about the state of the world, then I guess this doesn't apply. <laughs> but like, if you really, you know, if we're people who claim that we want to, especially if you're listening to this podcast, like if we're people who claim that, you know, we really want to like be a change and we want to do something, especially on day-to-day lives, like mm-hmm. beyond the petition signing, beyond all that stuff, like, yes, that's important, but like really truly thinking about like 
what does it mean when I say like, we need to stop hate? Or what does it mean when I say, what do I mean when I say like, oh, we just need to bring love back? What does it mean when I say like, oh, I can't even have an opinion? What is my opinion really based on? Is it really an opinion that is not harmful? And if it is harmful, like, why is that the opinion that I have? Like, really, just really digging deep and, 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 and I don't know, thinking about considering other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I just think about, look at the past two months. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, like, everybody's talking about all this stuff. You know, people are just, you know, activism now and blah, 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 blah. People, people have been screaming a lot of the stuff that we're talking about now from the rooftops years. for decades. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Longer than years. Decades. Hundreds people of years. People have been screaming this I stuff. Mean, in whatever ways But you know did. what the only... Yeah. But you know what the only difference is? Now enough people are pushing it forward. Mm-hmm. So whenever we were like... Oh, whenever we get in our minds where it's like, oh, whatever. It doesn't even matter anyway. It's like, think about the times that we're in right now. Black Lives Matter just didn't start... The Black Lives Matter movement, I should say, just didn't start, you know, two months ago when everything started popping off. And also the Black Lives Matter movement is not just affiliated with the Black Lives Matter organization, let's be clear. But it's it's one of those things where it's like we really have to see like if we didn't if we all didn't like as a collective voice speak up and bring this stuff to the top again it literally just amplify a lot of the the issues and the things going on that people have been talking about forever. Like we wouldn't even be here where we are now. So, I mean, I think it's easy to, for us to, to get jaded, myself included, but you know, we just got to keep. Yeah. And, keep and that's also why like, you know, the individual, I think this individualism pulls into this in a different way too, because if you try to do this, any of this work in a vacuum, it's not sustainable. Like it can only really be sustainable when you're doing it with other people, partially because like everybody needs a minute to step back for self care for like personal, like whatever. But you have to know that like as a collective, there are people doing it right. Like all the time, like you can't, everyone can't let up at the same time. But everyone has an opportunity to see, like, and something that I appreciate I've seen on social media is, like, I've seen some of the activists who have been doing this for many years, like, will say, like, you know, went away for the weekend, like, unplugged my phone, was with my family, and just sharing that, like, it is okay to, like, take a minute. Um, But also, like, it's not like you know, they work in organizations, you know, and with other people. So they know there are people doing the work that weekend when they're away. And they're like, that person's going to take a break. And it's again, like, this works when it's not individual. So Oof. now that we've gotten all that off of our chest, what are some things that have brought you joy or that you have been enjoying in those moments where you got to step away and be like, I can't do this with y'all this weekend or whatever? What what are some things that have brought you joy? Okay, well, you know, like, my number one favorite thing of all of this has been Versus. Um, like, just all of the different artists, like, the celebratory nature of all of it, that, like, just seeing these, like, legends. And I, I mean, I love hip-hop, and I love R&B, and obviously a lot of the songs are, like, from when I was younger. So there's something about about it that's just so fun and especially 
feels so uncertain and there's just so much unknown. It's really like brings joy to hear things that remind you of good times and like old times. And not that there aren't good times now, but this is definitely not going to go down as like one of the best years ever. Like hopefully it'll go down as a change year where we like grew as a society, but it's not going to go down as like that was fun. So the songs <laughs> remind me of times with like, you know, times in my life where we now seem very carefree. So I don't know. We've been, we've quote unquote gone to a lot of them together. So I'm curious what you think. You've been so good about reminding me about the verses. Like, you've been, like, on the verses tip. Like, I love it. Because I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot about this. I mean, I will never forget, you know, the Teddy Riley versus oh baby. I feel like I'm so grateful for that, having that yes. experience with you. That was just, like, such a, that was, like, a life-changing experience. <laughs> like, Multi-day so- life-changing experience. So good. I think I'm in that same vein, I think, I have two things. One um everybody if you know me you know I love music and I a old co-worker like a year ago now told me hey I think you should listen to this artist Burna Boy and I was just like oh yeah I guess I should I will but it's like one of those things somebody tells you like listen to something and you forget and recently I started only listening to Burna Boy his music brings me so much joy in a way that I cannot even describe. So it's like, it's like Afro beats and like African pop, but like, it is like so good. Like it is like, if you're a person listening and you like, you know, um, man, I guess honestly, it doesn't even matter. Like if you, if you just like good music, I feel, um, specifically if you like, you know, like Afro beats and, and like Latin pop and things like that, you know, salsa, stuff like that. Maybe you'll like, maybe you'll like this, but it's just like the best music. And I, I came across his, um, a lot of his albums in the, in the past few weeks. And it just brought me a lot of joy because mm. I did not realize I was missing out on such good music. And the second thing is brought me joy is um, I have a workout partner and we used to work out together in person all the time. And since COVID, we've been like having to try to find our way back. Cause like to like, not like, how do we continue working out? Cause it's like virtual and whatever, but we have finally found a groove after months and months of trying to figure out what works. And, uh, we've been working out in the mornings now and it's brought me so much joy to, to find our groove. Shout out to Erica texting me three times a week to make sure I'm awake at 7.30 a.m. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's been, you know, we got to find those pockets of joy and I'm just so grateful. Also grateful for friends. I always yeah. say I'm grateful for friends, but in a way that I've never really been grateful before, honestly. Yeah, and I, I feel like, so like at the beginning of all of this, I feel like I was on so many calls with people and you know, it was just, we were just trying to connect because we were so disconnected and there was so much uncertainty. And I feel like now I'm particularly um, grateful for like the calls with friends where we're really connecting versus like catching, like, and I love catching up with people. It's like, what's going on? But really like trying to connect on, on real stuff and, um, I'm like very grateful for those kinds of calls, especially now, because I feel like it's been long enough that we've been separated from people where you can start to really feel disconnected just because of like distance and all of that. And so, yeah. 
Well, I mean, we said we wanted to keep it to 30 minutes. That mm-hmm. obviously didn't Surely happen. Surely didn't do that. <laughs> but no, we just wanted to have a, an episode, y'all, where I feel like, you know, sometimes we, you know, it's great to share the info and things like that. But I also think, just to your point just now, Emma, I think sometimes it's it's hard to feel connected to people. And I feel like we hadn't had an episode where we just, there wasn't really any structure. We just kind of had a conversation about, you know, what we're doing and how we're doing and we really hope that all of y'all are, are really no matter where you are on the spectrum of what you believe and how you feel just in general are feeling or are keeping safe and staying healthy and just really making the decisions that keep others safe and healthy as well so um yeah thank you for listening we appreciate you i think that's it for this week i think that's all i got too yeah we'll be back you know when we're back and um until then y'all stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you next time